the sausages were running out of jokes. The governor was 25 minutes late. They're like clowning around and like people are like, yeah, okay. Sitting there waiting, <laughs> waiting. State Representative Christine Sinicki picked up on that. She was reading the room. This is an exciting day. I walked in here. I said, it's much too quiet. We need to make some noise. We're inside of a stadium. First and foremost. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And yes. the crowd <laughs> Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. Lots of politics to get through quickly in this segment. Don't hang up. I promise it's interesting. Fourth GOP presidential debate, final debate before the Iowa caucuses, Eric, tonight. 7 o'clock from Tuscaloosa, Alabama. How many people we got on the Four stage? Four on stage, stage have qualified okay. for this debate. So the field narrows. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, former U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley, former Governor Chris Christie, businessman Vivek Ramaswamy. Christie still hanging around. Still hanging around. 7 o'clock our time. This is being live streamed and broadcast by News Nation. So if you have that channel maybe on your service or okay. you stream it, you can get it there. It looks like it will also go out over CW affiliates, so locally that would be Channel 18 here in Milwaukee. I can't promise you that because I didn't see it up on their website. I looked for it. Mm. But uh, if you plan to get it over the air, it would be Channel 18 locally in Milwaukee. Former President Donald Trump will again not participate. He had a town hall with Fox News' Sean Hannity Tuesday night, and this is the exchange that's blowing up today. Under no circumstances, you are promising America tonight you would never abuse power as retribution against anybody. Except for day one. Yeah. Except Look, what? He's going crazy. Except for day one. Meaning? I want to close the border and I want to drill. That's drill, not a that's, drill. That's not oh, no. that's not retribution. I got I'm gonna be I'm gonna be, you know, he keeps <laughs> we love this guy. He says, You're not gonna be a dictator, are you? I said, no, no, no. Other than day one. What does that mean? <laughs> Why even say that? Didn't expand really on the retribution or abuse of power question. He doubled down after that on border and drilling, but left the dictator point sort of dangling. Okay. For interpretation, you heard the applause. So apparently some folks want it. 40 years ago, that would like destroy a campaign, wouldn't it? Right, if you you're said, out. Yeah. Right. Just day one. Yeah. Maybe. President Biden, meanwhile, trying to explain what he meant when he reportedly told supporters at a closed-door fundraiser Tuesday that if Trump weren't running, he's not sure he'd be running. Asked about it later with the jet engines of Marine One in the background. Question asked, would you be running if Trump weren't running? I, I expect so, but look, he is running and I, just, I have to run. Well, what about what you said earlier? So you see earlier, you're not sure you'd be running if you weren't running, but now you're saying yes, no, but he is. So, so he's running because he feels he's the only one that can beat Trump? Is that the thought? Evidently. And asked if he would drop out of the race if Trump, how, Trump somehow ended up not in the race. No, not now. I don't so, know what that means. Right, so you are running still. Okay, so not now meaning... Too late now. I gotta be in now. And that's what you need to know about American and politics. And here are your candidates, folks. Today, six fourteen on Wisconsin's Morning News. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. Viva Las Vegas. The Milwaukee Bucks are officially headed to the Sin City after beating the New York Knicks in the NBA's in-season tournament on Tuesday night after scoring a league-high 146 points. Seven and a half to play in the third quarter. 89-78 advantage for Milwaukee as Middleton lobs up to Giannis, who sends it down with a two-hand 
jam on another alley-oop. Oh, the rim's going to feel that one tomorrow. Timeout, Knicks. Dave Kane on the call right here on WTM Jazz. The Bucks knock out the Knicks by a final score of 146-122. to Giannis led the charge for Milwaukee with 35 points and 10 boards, while Damian Lillard added 28. The Bucks guard spoke after the game on his team, scoring a league-high 146 points. Yeah, I thought this was probably our, our best offensive game. What did we score, 146 or something like that? They said it was a league-high this season, you know, 146 points, and it was a lot of – we left a lot of points on the board, too. We missed free throws. We missed some shots in the paint. You know, this could have easily been a 160-165 point game. That doesn't mean we're going to turn into a team that does that every night, but um, I do think we got that type explosiveness. So we, we can't depend on having these types of nights all the time, but it's, it's definitely um, a look at you know the kind of nights we can have offensively sometimes. With the win, the Bucks secure their 15th win of the year and now advance to the semifinals of the in-season tournament. They will travel to Vegas to take on the Indiana Pacers on Thursday. That tip-off time is set for 4 p.m. Two college hoops where it's now six straight wins for the Wisconsin Badgers basketball team. Off the screen from Crowd. Shields, kicks, store, pump, fire, three ball. Yes! He buries it at the buzzer. The call on Peacock TV as A.J. Store beat the buzzer there for three of his game-high 22 points, and the Badgers go on to beat Michigan State on Tuesday night by a final score of 70-57. to They improved to 7-2 and on their season. Next up for the 23-ranked Badgers, a date with the number one team in the country, the Arizona Wildcats, on Saturday afternoon. And lastly, we'll head to the NFL where the Green Bay Packers have won three straight games. And a big reason why is because of the development and play of quarterback Jordan Love. Old friend, teammate, and former mentor Aaron Rodgers on his thoughts from play from number 10. The last, especially the last three games, playing outstanding. Am I surprised by the way Jordan's played? No. Am I happy for him? Hell yeah. I think there's, you know, and there's some people that probably like this, but there's some people probably thinking that I was rooting against the Packers this year, rooting against Jordan. Couldn't be farther from the truth. I have so many people I still talk to, you know, every single week that, that work there. If I catch Jordan's game, I just send him a message. So I'm not surprised at all. Rogers there joining the Pat McAfee show on Tuesday. The Packers are set to take on the New York Giants on Monday night. Head coach Brian Dayball confirming Tuesday that Tommy DeVito will start against Green Bay. No layup here for the Packers, but... But no, you absolutely should win this game. It's a trap game. Trap game, It right? feels like it. It's starting to feel that way. Big, you know, three wins in a row. The New York Giants, who aren't really good, and now you got Tommy DeVito. Keep your heads down. Keep doing what you're doing. (laughs) 619 on Wisconsin's Morning News. It finally happened. Yes, it's official now. After months of debate and wrangling and concern, Governor Evers has signed a bill that will spend a half a billion dollars in taxpayer money over the next three decades to help the Milwaukee Brewers repair and maintain American Family Field. It was this time last year that I first had indication that this was on the four, yeah. if you will. And it was a huge celebration at American Family Field. You, you said yesterday you had sources saying that this was going to happen, and it yes, did. and it did. An amazing celebration. The pomp and the pageantry. It's a big day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> huge day. <laughs> Tuesday. Okay, so let's go through this. Uh, Governor Evers, among the many who spoke, and holy cow, is he fired up. I want to start by thanking our hosts here at American Family Field for having us today as we sign into law these two exciting bills that represent the bright future of the Milwaukee Brewers and Major League Baseball here in the great 
state of Wisconsin. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, I'm, I am ready to go. As ready you can for first tell. pitch. By, <laughs> by that speech. I mean, the governor, ecstatic to sign those bills. Just over the moon because he loves the Brewers. From meeting Hank Aaron back when I was just a Cub Scout, which is a bit of a while ago, to the chance of a lifetime watching the great Warren Spahn 300th career game way back then. Yeah, Governor Spahn! <laughs> yes! Did he even know that it was happening? Like, he put, he put that in there on purpose. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I thought that was a nice little jab. I, okay. I, I, I respect the game okay. there. A Brewers owner, Mark Adnacio, thanking all the political players involved. All of them helped ensure that Brewers baseball will be in Wisconsin for the next generation. Yeah, fired up. Fired What's up. going on over there? <laughs> Everyone ecstatic. Pomp. The pageantry. State Representative Robert Brooks. He was the uh, Republican who was uh, very much involved. He said it came down to the 11th hour, literally, to get this taken care of. He praised the Brewers for their help and support. I really want to thank the Brewers. Their commitment from the day the governor announced um, in his budget support for the stadium here has been... I can't even think of the right word. Yeah, <laughs> can. you can't. The Brewers to the state is bad. Hello, <laughs> so fired up, so excited that You're, he couldn't even think of the word. We were watching this live yesterday in the newsroom, Eric and me. And we, oh boy, I'm guessing your takeaway is still what mine was: is where's the energy? <laughs> no this is one, a good day. No one wanted to be there. For whatever reason, no one wanted to be there. It was sleepy and boring, and <laughs> the sausages were running out of jokes. The governor was 25 minutes late. They're, like, clowning around, and like people are like, yeah, okay. Sitting there waiting, <laughs> waiting. State Representative Christine Sinicki picked up on that. She was reading the room. This is an exciting day. I walked in here. I said, it's much too quiet. We need to make some noise. We're inside of a stadium. First and foremost. Oh, yeah, all right. <laughs> Okay. And yes. the crowd roared. Hello? There's right, some crickets now, in there. I think well, I heard some crickets. Well, here. now, listen carefully. It's interesting you bring that up, Debbie, because uh, we did a little work on that. We boosted the gain. That's the business of, like, we cranked up the microphones after you she You want to spoke. isolate some audio. Right. Okay. So we did that with her. We need to make some noise. We're inside of a stadium. Listen now. We boost the gain here. There it is. There it is. There he is. They were in the back. They're in the 400 club. Yes. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, they signed the bill. Everyone started dancing. Everyone jumped around. The governor did 360s and worms and stuff on the stage. Like, I didn't need it any of that. It was awesome. But... <laughs> no, none of that happened. Here's how it sounded when they signed the bill. There we go. <laughs> and there it is. It's a golf ball. All right. I mean, it's signed. That's the most important thing. What do you take away? Why, why did this happen like this? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I, I, no fireworks, no nothing. It really seemed like no one wanted to be there. Although yes. someone did go down the slide, as I was hoping. Bernie went down the slide. Okay. So there's that. As predicted, also, all the mascots were there in present. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But really, the governor was so late that the sausages were like, all these people who were supposed to be there, and I guess happy, I don't know, they were like in chairs near the dugout, yeah. and the sausages are like... Doing their little dance and thing. <laughs> Polish even, like, stretched out on the dugout. And I don't mind. I mean, the governor's going to be late. I don't care about okay. that. I'm just surprised at how how lackadaisical everyone seemed to be. Like, no one wanted to say bipartisan. No one wanted to, like, <laughs> there was no happiness, it seemed like. It's just odd. This it was like the there was a cloud over done. there, right? Yes, yes. I don't understand it. 
Remember Amy Robach, TJ Holmes on Good Morning America? Yeah, she was on, they were both mm-hmm. Good Morning America, left in scandal. Yeah, they uh, fell in love with each other. Both had been married and uh, were asked not to come back into work. Last year, exactly one year ago today, was the day we were told not to come into work. Yeah, Amy Robach and TJ Holmes now have a podcast. Dropped yesterday. So they're still together, obviously. And they're telling their story. Okay. They're telling their story about what really happened. But I guess the best way to sum us up, uh, Amy and TJ, is that we are the we are the folks who lost the jobs we love because we love each other. And that is bottom line. Basically, what they're saying is, that, uh, in a nutshell, if you don't want to listen to the 45-minute podcast, is that <laughs> they're saying, look, we are already going through a divorce. Both of us were. We did not commit adultery like, you know, seemed to be out there with the headlines um, so that was their point is that the, it's been a rough year for them. They lost their jobs. And His by marriage the way, was over. My yeah. marriage was over. Yeah. We, right. That's what they claim. You okay. know, it wasn't adultery, you know, that, so that kind of frustrated them that they, you know, kind of were cast in that shadow, if you will. And why is that a fireable offense? Right, right. So now they're going to do this podcast, hope to make some money doing that. And by the way, here's an extra detail that's right out of the movies. The two ex-spouses of TJ Holmes and Amy Robach. Now, according to page six, they're together. No. They've been dating for six months. <laughs> it turned into something else. They've connected over their values. It's bigger than the affair now, says a source. Who called who first? Right? That's a I great wonder. question. Hey, so uh, what, what do you... Hey, do you, you want to talk about this? Like, Maybe grab a drink, too. Right. <laughs> anyway, together. they're not heartbroken and sad. Everyone has moved on, says page six. 639 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Almost as hotly debated as who Times Person of the Year would be was Eric and myself discussing when exactly we would know that because it's announced live on the Today Show, right? Yes. Which on the East Coast is live right now, now, but we don't get it until right. 7 o'clock. So we went through that. Do you think by 7.40 we would know? We wondered, and we do. The Person of the Year is Taylor Swift. You right. Saw that one coming. You called that before the short list was out. She had a hell of a year. Shit, a okay. hell of a year. And dropping a lot of music, changing the way studios have to handle music, an unbelievable tour which has made millions and millions of dollars, not only for her, but have changed the markets in different countries. Obviously now she's dating Travis Kelsey. There's All of that. Virtually nothing to do with it, right? I would assume I mean, so. In fact, they probably <laughs> right. knew she was the, they probably selected her even before the Kelsey stuff really took off. So what do we think of that? Like a, a music sensation being the person of the year. I guess I would argue that it's more than just someone who's got a couple of hit records. You know what I mean? I mean, it, she has made an impact, right? Right. Yes. Hasn't you, the Beatles been? Uh, good question. I can look that up. I don't know. Beatles changed the culture. Right. Right. I mean, so you got to get I into, mean, but. I, I got bracelets. That I wear every day that are basically Taylor Swift derived that my my kid gave me. So I wear them because she gave them to me. Okay. And I'm sure that Taylor Swift had something to do with them. So I guess that you could argue that there's, you know, there's a rift in a a, a ripple effect, if you will, is what I'm looking for. And you talked about the moving of markets. Think about how this might change the movie industry. Like now it's going to be standard for artists to do the movie. Beyonce's out with her movie right now. And is that a new way to bring people back to theaters, not just in America, across the world? Right. And don't forget politically, too. She's got some power there, too. 
I mean, she's she has uh, pushed her beliefs on on what she thinks should happen as far as governments go in some cases. So again, that will leave a mark. Whether or not you like that, you know, that's up to each person individually. But she's leaving her mark. I'll add this too. Time still needs to sell some magazines. <laughs> Who are you going to buy on the cover, right? Who's going to buy that? That's a genius. You're more you're right. than yes. anybody. Yes, you know? it's genius. Are you Great buy- call. How many people who didn't buy the Vladimir Zelensky, <laughs> you know, right. issue last year? You're right. Would buy the T Swift. Good point. Time still making money. It might just have been you. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The Milwaukee Bucks knocked out the New York Knicks in the NBA's in-season tournament on Tuesday night by final of 146-122. to 122. Giannis led the way with the Bucks with 35. Dame Lillard added 28. And with the win, the Bucks move on to Las Vegas to take on the Indiana Pacers on Thursday afternoon. The Wisconsin Badgers basketball team has now won six in a row after beating Michigan State by a final score of 70 to 57. Next up for Wisconsin, a matchup Saturday afternoon with number one ranked Arizona. And lastly, the Marquette Golden Eagles will look to bounce back tonight after their loss to Wisconsin last weekend. The eighth ranked Golden Eagles will play host to 12 ranked Texas tonight at Pfizer Forum. Tip off is set for 7 p.m. It's time for extra points, a sports opinion commentary on Wisconsin's morning news. Here's Brendan Snide. In its inaugural year, the NBA in season tournament has undeniably emerged as a resounding success, captivating fans with thrilling matchups and injecting a new layer of excitement into the heart of the basketball season. I'll be the first to admit I was skeptical when this was first announced by the league, but maybe like you and many others, after a game or two, it quickly began to grow on me. Ratings are up, attendance is up, and the eagerness to watch a Tuesday night game in November has never been higher. Just sit back for a second and ask yourself when the last time an NBA game was must-see TV at this time of the year. Usually at this time of the sports season, competing with the NFL is a task in its own right, but teams from across the league have embraced the unique competition, elevating their gameplay to unprecedented levels as they all vie for this new mid-season championship. The tournament's unique format, strategically positioned with the regular season, has not only fostered intense rivalries, but has also provided players with a renowned sense of purpose, giving them real reason to show out and compete. At the end of the day, even with all of the issues this league has faced with officiating, player management, minutes restrictions, establishing a way for competitive basketball in November and December when usually no one really cares until after Christmas was without a doubt a windmill slam dunk for Commissioner Adam Silver and his team. Real entertainment mixed in with real competitive games in the dog days of the season was without a doubt a huge success for this league, for its players, and its fans for hopefully many years to come. WTMJ 5-Day Forecast, sponsored by Dave Dre Camp Heating, where your comfort is their family's tradition. Welcome in our teammate from 101.7 The Truth, Dr. Ken Harris, this morning, who is really mad that who? Taylor Swift who? is the person of the year. What's the matter with that? Is she even a person? She's <laughs> <laughs> she like an AI. <laughs> like, Very what, well what is that? That's next. I don't know. It'll no probably be better than Taylor Swift, I tell you. You don't like the pick. I, just, I, I don't like her. I think she's ugly. Well, but all of those <laughs> things can be true, but you can still acknowledge what did I say? moving she's the needle. She's ugly. I don't like her. I don't know. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> to each their own, but an ugly person can still be person of the year. I don't even care about person of the well, year. See, like why does see, Time, that, okay. like, nobody just reads don't Time get Magazine until 
until ta-da. you know what? Vegano made Swift. an interesting. Do you read ta- Do you read Time Magazine during the year? Right. No, that's exactly one of the motivations. Do by you even her. read it right. after they tell you who the person of the year is? No. But I, that's what, that's his case. point, though. Like, guess how many people are going to buy the magazine now? For what? It's an ugly picture. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm going to move on. Move on. <laughs> I do want to change gears because we have uh, Officer Jimmy Nowak of the Milwaukee Police Department, Ken. Um, and, and for those who don't know, Dr. Ken is a former Milwaukee Police Lieutenant. I'm curious to know because, and, and just to clarify where we are, he's ultimately going to pass away. His family has expressed a desire to um, share his organs and donate his organs, and so we're somewhere in that point um, right now. So in terms of when we lose an officer mm-hmm. in an on-duty situation, there are right. processions and there are huge memorials and things like that. Right. Would we expect to see that in this scenario or, or not as much? I would say no, but not in the formal sense of a Class A funeral. Um, I think there will be enough outpouring because people who loved him and respected him, knew him, went to school with him, supported him, those types of things, loves the family. So I, 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 I think ultimately um, that would be for the people that are left behind. And in that essence, I see, I, I, I believe there's going to be quite the farewell. And the sense of loss is still real, just you know, for the department, Absolutely. for Absolutely. his colleagues. And when you you put on top of that the the bizarre situation, the fact that he was Officer Peter Jerving's partner, partner right. for four right. years, yeah. who was killed right. in line of duty um, almost a year ago. Right. I mean, it's a lot for that department, for that particular unit to handle. But one thing people have to understand is officers are not going to respond the way the general public might do, right? You may not see the overwhelming emotion, the overwhelming crying, because you deal with it every day. You've come to accept certain realities about life. And so there are other ways to celebrate. You know, there are parties, there are, you know, fundraising to send someone to the memorial. Those types of things are things that you can continue to do year in, year out to celebrate the memory of that person. Wanted to get your take on this as well because we were talking about it. <laughs> and it better not be about Taylor Swift. Right. No, we're, we're, which is your favorite that. album? Right. <laughs> so, None. Governor Tony Evers, it was revealed I think last week in reporting that he is using a pseudonym. So he has multiple state email addresses, right. and right. his pseudonym is Warren at wi.gov or whatever it is. Right. And uh, the local media outside of, you know, whatever, and we've pointed it out as well, has gone to great lengths to point out that this there is precedent for it. They say Governor Walker did the same thing. Mm-hmm. So it's not a partisan thing nonetheless. Does this bother you? No. Does anybody know what a pseudonym email address is versus a different email address? Exactly. A pseudonym email address is an address that you send it to that forwards to your email. So no matter what you do, it's still part of open records. Well, it, that is if they're honoring it. No, no. It, that's, that's how it's set up. The fact that it's a pseudonym is just an email address that I can send it to that automatically forwards and is included in my email. So if you come in and you say, I want a report of all your email yeah. for the city of Milwaukee, any pseudonym I have, all that email is going to be in there already. So he's not hiding anything. I, I thought that was an odd argument. And then they called it a pseudonym, and I'm thinking they have no idea what a pseudonym email address is. How about the choice of Warren Spahn? Well, I mean, <laughs> the fact that he brought it up right. during the during the right. signing that great? <laughs> with all that energy, by the way, it was just like, yeah. I thought there was some great trolling <laughs> yesterday dropping the spawn. <laughs> yeah, that, that was pretty good.
Dr. Ken Harris, our teammate at 1017 The Truth. Always good to see you. What's Adios. your pseudonym, by the way? Uh, I can't tell you. It's a pseudonym. <laughs> right. like, but there really? is one. But there is one. <laughs> 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 Business headlines Taylor up Swift next. Swifty Ken. <laughs> there Swifty you go. Ken.